Hey, welcome to episode 97 of the Bobbycast. Yeah. I'll start with saying you too can sleep wonderfully with a sleep number. Making New Year's resolutions is one thing, but sticking to them is another. If it's resolving to go to the gym more. By the way, was it the gym a bit ago? And it is still packed. You know, so packed. What is today? We're recording this. What date is this? The night. The night. Good for them. They got a solid weekend. I mean, it's overflowing. So maybe you want to go to the gym. But let me say this. You can, you can get better sleep. More Americans get less than the recommended seven, eight hours of sleep. But I have a sleep number bed, and I'm doing this from my house right now, and probably 40 feet away. Maybe less than that is my sleep number bed. It lets you choose your ideal comfort and support on each side, and there are all these settings. It automatically adjusts, too, if you're a couple, one for you, one for them. My sleep number setting is a 30, and my sleep IQ score last night, mm, I, the national championship game was on. I don't think I slept that much. I don't think I had an IQ score. I'm just being honest with you. Don't miss the best bed for couples, the lowest prices. Right now, you can save four to 700 bucks on the most popular sleep number mattress. Just call 800-NEXT-BED and check that out. So here we are. Appreciate everybody being here. I was reading this story about sororities, which I thought would be fun to talk about. Because moms are paying hundreds of dollars for consultants to help their daughters get into a sorority. I'm sort of surprised sororities are still such a thing. Yeah. I saw where <laughs> Idol, by the way, is not doing the bad auditions anymore this year. I did see that, yeah. And I think that's a good move because at this point, it just looks like you're picking on people. Right now, if you make fun of someone, because let's be honest, all those people that were doing bad auditions, I don't feel like they were all the way right with themselves right then. Yeah. For whatever reason. Maybe it was a permanent thing. Maybe it was right then. But I don't feel like they were all the way right. Whatever right means. <laughs> so I'm glad they're not doing it because it would just like bullying now. I think that's a good move. They were funny. I laughed. But then it started like, after the seventh season. Just, they all were the same. Somebody and we were just doing it to... And then people started gaming the system. Yeah. And they would do it just to do it. But the same thing with sororities. Like I'm surprised those are still... These formal sororities are still happening. Um, it seems a bit outdated. Just like Idol is picking on people, seems like sororities are a bit outdated. You you pay a fee, and you get into a social group, and anyone that's not like you in that social group, they're not considered the same as you. I was never in a fraternity in college, mostly because I had to work all the time, and two, because I didn't drink. And whenever they would rush people... You just went and drank all the time. Yeah. You, you were 18, and they were, hey, come to our rush party, and we're just going to drink beers. And it's, yeah, everybody just get wasted. And my buddies be like, it's the greatest <laughs> thing ever. We got drunk for free. And it was all drinking and a lot of partying, which I didn't do either one of them. So I, I never got And I didn't have any money to pay the dues either. These moms are hiring consultants, and they're 300 bucks an hour, the good ones. They give advice on confidence building and interview techniques and wardrobe choices. They even find people to give letters of recommendation that know each sorority. And if they don't, they find someone who does. $300 an hour. That's way more than a good attorney. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. For, I mean, you're paying 1000 bucks for a few hours. That's crazy to get in a sorority. I, we at my college, they wouldn't have sorority houses because they were considered whore houses. But, and... This is what they, in the county that we were in, the urban legend was that they couldn't have sorority houses because 
any establishment where, again, outdated law and rule, yeah. where over 10 females lived with no men. It was like from the 1800s. It was considered like a brothel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A brothel. Or, as I said so eloquently, a whorehouse. A whore. <laughs> a whorehouse. Were you, you in a frat or anything? Nothing like that, no. Yeah. I didn't even stay in the dorm. I stayed in my freshman year. It was the greatest thing I ever did. I made so many friends. And I'm not someone who gets out and makes a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. I just don't get out. Yeah. That's what I do. I make friends, but I don't get out. I maybe get out twice a year. And to be put in the dorm, I had it paid for because I went on full scholarships. So they paid for a place to live. I couldn't afford a place to live. So the dorm let me live there for free. And you know, I got my books and school because my uh, test scores were so high, my ACT. And I made some friends that I still have today from the dorm. Because you just put on a floor with a bunch of dudes. You don't know them. Although I did move into my freshman year, my best friend from high school and I, his name was Evan, we moved into the dorm together, and he got so irritated at me, mostly because I was whining about his schedule. I'd be like, dude, I go to sleep. Because <laughs> I was coming straight from work and having to study all night and then get up again at 6 in the morning, go to class, run the college radio station. All this stuff's happening, and I'm, I was never... Uh, angry that it was all happening but I would just demand that he would be reasonable about being loud because he was enjoying the college experience like he probably should have so he moved out without telling me I just walked into the room one day and all his crap was gone Wow! he just moved to another floor and our relationship never fully repaired because there was about five years where he felt awkward about it and I was a little irritated I mean yeah you walk out and he's gone then he just didn't go hey man I our schedules obviously are way different. We should not live together. And he moved out. I, listen, I was a, a mess to live with. I get it because of my schedule. But again, you just say, hey. Not even try to address it. Just, ah, what do I Just moved out. I went into my dorm room and this, everything was gone and aside. I was like, wait, what? So then I lived by myself in the dorm room in the second semester and it was fantastic. And then I came in one day and the other side of the room was full of stuff all of a sudden. They had moved someone in oh, wow. without me knowing it was a transfer kid. And so I was looking in the closet and all these khakis were in there. <laughs> and I don't really wear khakis. And so a bunch of dockers. I remember looking at him going, what is happening? So, and then he walked in. His name was Josh. He's like, hey, man. <laughs> I say, hey, all right, nice to meet you. He said, I'm good. And so Josh and I not only stayed friends that semester, we stayed friends all through college, all four years. We lived together after college in Little Rock. I lived with him and his fiance at the time they're, they're married now but yeah it was a great thing and he was nerdy I, he was a lot like me we were there to learn take care of business and we worked well together <laughs> so yeah and him and I still talk I think he's a youth pastor now um, in Arkansas there's a Georgia man who tried to pay someone in cash at the Atlanta Hawks basketball game and he said I'll give you cash and some tickets if you kill my ex-wife and her new boyfriend. Yeah, he tried to get a hitman to kill her and her boyfriend with cash and basketball tickets. That trying to get a hitman is always a risky deal. I wonder how people find hitmen other than just asking somebody that they know, going, hey, I know you're down your luck. Would you mind killing somebody for me? Like if you Google... On your laptop. <laughs> on the dark web. Google on your laptop how to f- hire a hitman and see what comes up. I don't think I want to Google that. <laughs> They're not going to bust in and arrest you? Just see what... 
I, I just wonder how people find it. Because they do. And you'll watch these shows sometimes where people will be talking to a cop thinking it's a hitman and the cop's recording it and you get to hear the audio later. And that's crazy. It is. It's like ex-husbands and wives and, and it's their audio. It's kind of muffled. They're like, yeah, I just uh, I just want them gone. Um, just uh, take care of it. <laughs> what I want you to do is make it look like an accident and just let me know when it's done. And you'll have the 2000 up front and the 2000 on the other side. If it were me and I were investing in a hitman, I wouldn't do one of those $4,000 hitmen. At least ten grand. You take out a big loan. You go rob a bank. To have a hitman? I didn't even seem real. It's is, it is like a cartoon character. It doesn't seem like a real thing. Yeah. Just in movies. Yeah, this guy obviously wasn't right in the head. He said he believed he was setting up the killing when he contacted an FBI informant and agreed to pay $10,000 plus the two tickets to an Atlanta Hawks basketball game. I'm glad he throws in the two tickets. I hope they're in the front. I hope they're in the lower bowl. Yeah, man, I'm into this. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll knock them off for you. Ten grand. Hey, where exactly are the seats, though? <laughs> Courtside. And in the article, it says it's not clear how much the tickets were worth, but the Atlanta Hawks, just from being a sports fan, they're a terrible team. They might be the worst in the NBA this year. So those tickets better be on the bench if you're adding them as a part of a deal I was reading this story about hepatitis and there's a hepatitis outbreak in Utah I know the difference in hepatitis A, B, or C this is hepatitis A maybe you can give me an idea of what hepatitis A is but there's a hepatitis A outbreak in Utah that has exposed 2,000 7-Eleven customers to the virus if this is my 7-Eleven my butt is puckered so tight <laughs> the Salt Lake County Health Department released a note that said hey if you go to this 7-Eleven and you touch particular food items or use the restroom, you're especially at risk. Wow. Hepatitis, hepatitis A can be transmitted by eating or touching food or objects that have been handled by somebody infected with the virus. What's happening? Yeah, it spreads that it's, it infects your liver. And it's like you have the flu, but like really hardcore. So is that the least of all the hepatitis? I think so. That's the, I think they get more severe. The that's further. the mild? Yeah. Is there a hepatitis B? I don't know much about hepatitis. I'm, I hear about C most. It's C? Like, it's the sexually transmitted one. Or the needle. Yeah. You get it from the needle, I think, too. Because I knew a, an artist who had hepatitis C from, not in country music, in the rock world, who got hepatitis from needles. And so, I think, you may look that up. I don't know much about sexually transmitted diseases. Or diseases or sexual stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of out on all those things. Gamblers could curb their addiction in minutes using the same nasal spray that have saved people from the opioid overdoses. It's a nasal spray, and they're testing it in Finland to see if it also can curb the cravings to gamble. It has all this stuff, but it's an emergency drug that they use to treat someone with the opioid addiction. And so you squirt it up your nose. And they're again, they're testing it for gambling addiction. If they can figure... This is like a I Am Legend, Black Mirror. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what I Am Legend was based on, figuring out, I think, a cure for cancer. Yeah. And everyone everyone took it because it wasn't a cure. It was... You'll never get it again, yeah. Yeah. It was when you go and get your shots before school. It's yeah. the same thing, but it was cancer. Mm-hmm. And so everybody's taking it because cancer's so prevalent. And all of a sudden, everybody who took it got really sick. 
I really enjoyed that movie. I feel like some of Will Smith's movies, one of the finer entertainment actors of our lifetime. You may say, I made he's not the best actor, but man, some of the best movies. Mm-hmm. When you think of the best, it's Will Smith. First of all, it's Tom Hanks. Probably our actor from our generation who's done the best overall A to Z set of movies. And still making good movies. And still making good movies. I think Tom Hanks is probably the best. If he's won, Will Smith's in that A category. I even liked Wild Wild West. And people hated Wild Wild West. <laughs> it didn't make any money. I thought Wild Wild West was pretty good. And back in the day, Will Smith, if you're of the younger variety, listen to this. If you're 19 to 24, Will Smith was a legitimate rapper <laughs> and was the best legitimate rapper. He make songs in every movie. <laughs> before that, though, even before that, he was the, fr- he was the Fresh Prince from DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, yeah. which was weird to me, too, because he wasn't the first guy mentioned. DJ Jazzy Jeff was the first guy mentioned. You would think the rapper of the group, the vocalist of the group, would be the first guy they would mention. It would be the Fresh Prince and DJ Jazzy Jeff. It wasn't. Also a fun fact, on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which still comes on, that show was meant for the both of them. But only Will Smith wanted to do the show. So Jeff would make appearances, but he would just come in in his role as Jazz, Will's (laughs) friend, who wasn't in all the episodes. And so, but I would watch, I can't get this music to open. Can you... Uh, open this up for me for some reason I won't open for if you're old and even before me I remember buying a cassette tape of DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince and it had summertime I mean this is some old school stuff and then yes even later on when he was Will Smith he was the biggest rapper and his songs now sound like Sesame Street (laughs) I'm gonna play some of it for you oh you wanna do it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, what is it? It's Lifelock. Oh, you got it? Knock it out. I'm going to get some stuff ready. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Mike D talking about something I use, by the way, Lifelock. Go ahead. All right, so you're probably doing a lot of post-holiday shopping right now on your mobile device, and retailers expect 50% of holiday shoppers to visit sites from their mobile device. Bring it from the heart. And scammers see this, and they're like, all go. right, I'm going to get your information, and they want to go after it, so you got to have Lifelock. And Bobby, you have it all the time, and you get those little alerts. I do. Now... I have it, but I don't get alerts all the time. Maybe twice a year, someone will be tinkering with my... Someone's opened up a, a bank account in my name, and it wasn't me. And so they shut that down, man. They will. It, it's like you get a text, a call, an email. It's like Woof on The Office. You've watched The Office? Yeah. Where Ryan creates Woof. Yeah. It's spelled like W-U-H-F. And everything comes at once. It's like That's what it is, though. And they're calling you like, hey, is this you? And it wasn't, and they, they t- take care of it. So... Lifelock, and it's not just credit card theft; it's identity theft. So you can call eight hundred Lifelock or go to lifelock.com, and you can. What's the code? Bobby? Bones. Bones. Put the code in Bones. You'll save ten percent on a Lifelock membership. Bones. Uh, lifelock.com. The keyword is Bones, and check that out. I have some Will Smith up for you. So this is, if we're just going back, his final big song was probably "Getting Jiggy with It," like the big, big song. And you, I mean, this was the jam. Uh, and this was hip hop. This is 1997. This is, I got into radio right at, at the end of 97 as a teenager, 98. So this was reminds me of getting into radio. 
Like right me getting I was like, wow, this was one of the songs we were playing. On your mark, ready, set, let's go. Dance floor, oh, I know, you know. I feel psycho when my new joint hit. Just can't sit. Gotta get jiggy with it. That's it. Now, honey, honey, come ride. You can't NY. All up in my eye. You got a lighter. Bag with a lighter. Stuff in it. Give it to your friend. Let's spin. Man, I still know all that. So, but we would turn that up. Like, that was hip-hop. Not just goofy rap. That was hard. That was hip-hop. And it was so different than the hip-hop of – it was radio hip-hop. Mm-hmm. But it was so different than in high school. You know, We'd listen to Snoop and Tupac and it was – Eastside. But Will Smith was, it was monster because it was, ever, it was so generically pleasant. But it was still the biggest thing. It's for the look. I don't light it. See? He won't even smoke. It's just for the look. So Will Smith, the Fresh Prince. I love like just the two of us played that on the radio. Now that is a very sensitive subject. This is obviously an old song, the just the two of us part. Just the two of us We can make it if we try Just the two of us I believe that's a Grover Maybe Grover Washington Look and see if that's who that is I'm the doctor placed you in my arms I knew I'd meet death before I let you meet harm All those questions arose in my mind Without the original version Yep Is it Grover Washington? Yep Boom Standing up from the hospital that first night Took an hour just to get the car seat in right Yeah, I was like, dang, drive past kid That's so sweet, that's so good yeah, Will Smith was awesome. The the big one, I believe the first one from Will Smith was DJ Jazz Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Parents just don't understand. I think this, this is what put him on the map. And this is when I was, I don't remember, I was working radio. I was just a kid. You know, parents all the same, no matter time, no place. They don't understand that us kids are going to make some mistakes. So to you other kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents, parents just, just don't, don't understand. understand. So that was a jam, and then it turned into their next big hit, which was a whole record. I had the summertime record. Drums, please. This song was a jam. Ah, yeah. Summer, summer, summertime. Did you ever listen to this? Then he started putting songs on movies, and they were legitimate rap songs. When Men in Black, the song came out, changed my world. And I even knew the dance. Just bounce with me. Just bounce with me. Yeah, they did on the video. But it wasn't like this is a dorky song. It's Right now, you look at it, it was so dorky. But it was legit when Will Smith did it. Here come the Men in Black. It's the M.I.B. Uh, M.I.B.'s Men in Black was really good too Yeah Yeah, it was really good But he was able to do it And sell songs and movies He was in the movies he make the songs He was killing it The good guys dressed in black Remember that Just in case we have a face to face And make contact That was a jam uh, There's so many But Will Smith was The mega st- I, As I look at it now He's probably the biggest mega star Of our lifetime Music Movies TV show all at the highest level. Can you think of anyone that's done all that? Like a a list movie star, a list TV star, a list music artist. Maybe Jennifer Lopez. Probably, that's pretty. Close, but I don't think she's ever been an a list movie star. I think she's a B. Would you put J Lo in the a list movie star? She hasn't had any like super big roles. I mean, she's had uh, Made in Manhattan. Yeah, she did Selena. Oh, that yeah. Really, that, that, that was more of a... That was a big one, though. Yeah. 
Mm. By the way, going out on the road, if you want to come to my Red Hoodie comedy tour, and I'm bringing Brandon Ray and Mike D is going to be coming out and doing the first 10 minutes of the show, doing some stand-up. So it's comedy and music. All the sites are, all the dates are up at bobbybonescomedy.com, bobbybonescomedy.com. And we're going uh, near Pittsburgh. First time we've, to go up there, we're going Charlottesville, Virginia. Obviously, Austin. The Austin and Wichita Falls dates, we're bringing not only Brandon Ray, but Danielle Bradbury, too. Mm-hmm. So um, those two dates. But anyway, you go to bobbybonescomedy.com and come see us out on the road, and that'll be cool. Who's the, who are the A-list actors right now? If you had to put them in the A group. A-list, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. I mean, he puts out... Yeah, no, I, you're right. He a movie this year, though. He usually puts out a solid movie every year that I end up loving. He still dates a 20-year-old. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he's like 38. Or is he 40? I think he's 40, yeah. And he ha- he's dating a girl whose mom is younger than he is. Yeah, he's 43. Okay. He's 43, and the girl he's dating, I believe, is 20. Uh, listen, I don't have a problem with that. Whatever you want to do, she... <laughs> I don't know what they have in common, but maybe he hasn't grown. He hasn't had to grow emotionally. And so the girl's mom is 37, I think, or 38. Wow. He's older than her mom. Like that to me would set me off though. (laughs) Regardless of if I thought the age was okay, like when I meet the parents and I'm older than the parents, that would be weird for me. So DiCaprio, Tom Hanks. I would still put Will Smith in the A movie. Yeah, although... That Bright movie wasn't very good at all. But you know what? They were able to bank on that movie with Will Smith. Yeah. I don't even think it would have been seen had Will Smith not been – it wouldn't have even been as bad. No, people expected it to be better because Will Smith was in it. Yeah. People don't get on and complain about the Adam Sandler movies on Netflix because – It's true. <laughs> but they complain about the Will Smith because he's held to a higher standard. And Netflix wouldn't have spent that kind of money on Bright – Without Will Smith. They just spent it to get him, and then they spent it around him. They're making a Bright 2. Yeah. <laughs> I, you told me not to watch the first one, so I never watched it. Yeah. But they're making another one. Yeah. I bet it's better. People don't probably know this one. Uh, uh, All the Will Smith songs are the same, though. <laughs> it's what? called Freaking It. What? What? Uh. I mean, it sounds like uh. every other song. I'm about to freak this. What you yeah, want me yeah. to freak this? Just peep it while I freak this. I, I, I'm about to break this Full out the king of the hill Big will Keeping it real Knees in the grill The whole set on lockdown Making you flock down To where I'm at They hit my I mean, I'll be honest I still kind of like that it, I mean It's still kind of good I mean, yeah, we make fun of it But really, it's still kind of good Here's the, just the two of us instrumental Yeah Uh, uh Here I go Here I go Yeah, 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 yeah It's Bobby don't make me put you on blast as we do the podcast. I'm sitting here doing this like I always go last. I'm, nah, whatever. <laughs> I used to do that. I used to, back when I was growing up, we used to get in like a circle and try to freestyle. Yeah. We, were, we were terrible. <laughs> we were terrible. I was the white guy. I was the only white guy, and we would, uh, we would all freestyle. I could come up with rhymes quick, but I just didn't have the rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have the hip-hop, the, 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 the rhythm to constantly be cool with i just didn't have it so and uh now it's changed too it's more <laughs> so i don't have that <laughs> you don't even have to say words anymore no like, really yeah. some of that stuff some of the the trap music yeah they don't even they don't say words Mm-mm. trap music's uh fun to me because really the basis of trap music is what 
machine. It's really based on like an 808 drum machine. Mm-hmm. And so I think of, do you remember the black? Oh, with the 808. Remember black? Did the singing group black? B-L-A-Q-U-E. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's what trap music is to someone who, again, I'm talking about hip hop here. So I <laughs> take it for what it is. It's basically what background vocals and using a different machine mm-hmm. to slow it down. And it's just using – it doesn't mean like a trap. I think unless you – but I, I went through the whole watching how they build trap music. And even the vocals in trap music isn't a lead vocal. It's mostly what would be taken as a background. I think the biggest trap song right now – not the best because what do I know? <laughs> I, I mean I've fallen out of – the hip hop stuff just because I'm just not around it as much but is Rockstar I mean that was that's a monster yeah. song and it's also a good example of what trap music is that you can hear I mean this dude is so gross looking Post Malone <laughs> like, I don't think he's ever had a shower <laughs> 21 Savage is really cool in this song though I've been fucking hoes and popping pillies, man. I feel just like a rock star. Like, that would normally be a background track. Like that vocal. The bad words on this. I guess that's your word. Fucking with me, call up on no Uzi and show up, man. Them the shot toss. When my homies pull up on your block, they make that thing go grata ta ta. Switch my whip, came back in black. I'm starting saying recipes of Bon that song is good though. I'm not gonna. I mean, I like, I like it. But I just don't catch any of that stuff anymore. On the first, I used to be a huge hip hop fan. I, I mean, unless it just pops up on some, and I catch it on Spotify or, you know, I'm bouncing around Spotify, iHeart. I don't use Apple Music as much anymore. But what I'll always do is check out the top songs so I can at least know what they are. But we played the top five the other day. I didn't know that one. The I knew Camela Cabello. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know the... Dua Lipa. Yeah, what is that song? Uh, it's called... Dua... Oh, yeah. Dua Lipa. She looks... How old is she? New Rules. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm out of touch. Talking in my sleep at night Making myself crazy how old is she? She looks 16 in this. I think she is... Wrote it down and read it out, hoping it would save 22. me. 22? Mm-hmm. Means I'm getting older when I think 22 year olds like 16-year-olds. Yeah. He makes it feel like nobody else. Nobody else. But my love, he doesn't love me, so I tell myself, I tell myself. Don't pick up the phone, you know he's on Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I thought you'd go two there. One, <laughs> two. Uh, I I guess that's it. I want to add a couple new stories I want to talk about. Uh, we have a bunch of stuff lined up, too, artist-wise. Mm-hmm. It's been weird for everybody getting back in town in Nashville. It's like artists and songwriters. Uh, Christian Bush, we're going to do one with him. He has a new podcast coming out as well on the Nashville Podcast Network right here. Mm-hmm. And so he's coming in, I believe, the next... No, two weeks? Two weeks, yeah. And he also has a podcast. When's the podcast launching? Uh, in two weeks as well, yeah. 23rd. Okay. On the 23rd, Christian Bush's new podcast called Geeking Out with Christian Bush. He's in Sugarland now, and he's been in Sugarland, but they're back together. And so he's Sugarland. He's doing the podcast. He's going to come sit with us and talk. Uh, Dan from Dan and Shay mm-hmm. is coming in maybe next week. Yep. 
Anybody else? Daniel Bradbury next week. D- Daniel Bradbury next week. And we're going to start pulling in, once we get them all named, the uh, class of 2018. So that'll be interesting. At this point where we are now in life, I haven't named all five of them. But as soon as I do, I'll be able to talk about it. So how long we gone? 28 minutes. That's good. That's long enough. Mm-hmm. I got whatever spider was in my head out. I had a few <laughs> things I want to talk about. Everybody on Facebook, appreciate you guys watching if you're watching live. Are you on Facebook right now on your computer? I'm not. Okay, that's all right. I wish I could see see what's up. If you're listening near Denver, we'll be on in Denver, the radio show, uh, on February 1st. So you listen to that. Again, check out our, our comedy tour, bobbybonescomedy.com. Uh, thank you very much. Thanks to LifeLock. Thanks to Sleep Number. And that's episode number 97. Appreciate everybody hanging out. I hope you uh, were able to kill 30 minutes of your time with us talking about things. I went to my therapist today. said something pretty interesting to me. We're talking about relationships and how I suck at them. And we were just it's basically like, ah, I need love. Wah, wah, wah. Why, can't I, why can't I love? And we were talking. He was talking about this scientific study. He says, hey, here's the problem with you. You don't give a lot. Like you get into a relationship and you don't give, meaning you don't okay. let people come into your world, your emotional world. Mm-hmm. You don't give the vulnerable parts of your body like and say, open up and take you're, me. Yeah. yeah, have have at my heart and <laughs> Do soul. what you will. Yes. So, so what happens is whenever you meet somebody and there's this humongous attraction, mm-hmm. it's all there. And what happens is the longer you're with somebody – that attraction starts to fade from what when you met them originally. Like the physical attraction, the longer you're with them, it starts to go away. But what happens is what builds is that emotional attraction. As it fades in a good relationship, the other builds up. So as the physical – and the physical should always stay a bit, but it's never going to be it was when you first met them on that – Mm-hmm. That side of things, but the emotional, the bonding part goes up. It's like I, you don't give yourself; you're not bonding, so it's hard for you to grow more attracted to them. It's hard for you to be more attracted because you're not giving yourself and you're not having that emotional uh, investment. And he said there are couples that, and I always thought it was crap. All right, people are together thirty years, and like you know what? I'm more attracted to her than ever. And the guy says that. They've been together 30 years. I'm like, shut up. You may like being with her, but you're more attracted. He says, really? There are times when that does happen because as the physical part's gone down, the mental and emotional part's gone up. And so it can actually go over where the physical was at the beginning. And so I thought that was a pretty cool thing because I never thought about it like that. And it's probably why my relationship physicals are not attracted to me anymore after I don't go in my heart. They're like, I'm out. I'm not, I'm not attractive anymore. But that's what I... And that's really the key to what I'm doing. I'm trying to break down these little walls. And I paid him his crazy fee <laughs> per hour. I don't think my therapist is my friend anymore. When I first started going, I was like 27, 28. We'd bond in the room. I'd tell her everything. I'd only been to females before this guy. I'd tell her everything. And then i see her at the airport. I'd be like, hey. And I was always surprised she wasn't super happy to see me because we just had such an emotional bond. But it was work. So, yeah, I don't feel like now my therapist is my friend. <laughs> it's business. I go in, try to get the stuff worked out. And I never been to a guy, though, so that's different, too. But anyway, uh, yeah, episode set 97. We'll end on that note. Thank you for hanging out. Thank you for watching on Facebook. And we'll see you next time here on the Bobbycast. Bye.